بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في شان حبيبه ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم يا رب صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم اما بعد a very interesting incident or story is narrated in a kitab that is called nuzhatul majalis the story is relating to a debate that took place between the night and the day as to which of the two is better in virtue and rank and status so this was a debate that took place between the day and the night the day started explaining its status and it said i am better than you o night because in me there are three for salah while you only have two for salah and the day also <coughs> argued that the, the day of jumuah comes during the day wherein lies one moment wherein whatever a person asks of allah subhanahu wa taala is granted to him the day also said in me is the fasting of ramadan all the rozas first fast takes place in me as far as you are concerned on night you are the time in which men go to sleep and they go into a state of heedlessness and negligence they fall into negligence at night they do a lot of wrong things in the middle of the night in the dead of the night so who is better am i better or you are better so obviously this was a very strange debate that took place and now the day goes on to say that during me you will see action and in action lies baraka you will see the sun rises to enlighten the whole world when i arrive so the the, the day tried to show its superiority over the night in this manner but now came the turn of the night the night said if you boast about the sun i also have a sun which is the heart of allah's beloved ones those performing tahajjud salah the hearts of those pondering over the wisdom of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in meditation how can you ever reach unto that which intoxicates these lovers of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with his true love when in solitude they sit down to ponder over the truth so tahajjud salah although it's not fard but it is that special salah of the night that gives the night a status over the day and the night <coughs> argued that can do you have a night equivalent to the night of miraj obviously the day does not have that and also the night says do you have in you a night that is equal to laylatul qadr obviously the day does not have that because that one night is equal to thousand months so how can that ever be surpassed by any any day 
So the knight also continued mentioning various aspects of his greatness about the fact that Allah SWT addressed Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa min al-layli fatahajjad bihi nafilatan lak and Allah SWT addressed Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ya ayuhal muzammil qumil layla illa qalila any case this was mentioned just by way of demonstrating that the day also has a lot of goodness in it and the night also has goodness in it it is left to the individual, those who will take the goodness of the day, those who will take the goodness of the night, they are the ones that will be the fortunate ones. And tonight being a beautiful and mubarak night, the night of Laylatul Jumu'ah, this is a night that is greater in virtue than other nights, and it is a night of engaging in various acts of ibadah, especially the recitation of durood upon Nabi Kareem <coughs> sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There are countless stories about the virtues of durood sharif. The very same kitab that we quoted earlier on, an incident is narrated there. A man went to visit a very sick person at the time when his death was very near. He was close to mort. He asked the sick person, how do you find the bitter pangs of death at this moment of departure? He answered, I do not feel any discomfort. I am not aware of anything. I have heard the ulama say that whoever recites much durood upon Nabi Karim sallallahu will find himself safe from the discomfort of mouth at the time of passing away. Allahu Akbar, Ya Rabbi, salli wa sallim, daiman abada, ala habibika khayril khalqi kullihimi. We see that amongst the great virtues of durood upon Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi sallam, one great benefit of it is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make the mouth of those people easy who engage in excessive zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially the durood sharif. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes the mouth easy for them. That is sufficient reason for us to recite a lot of durood sharif, especially on this Mubarak night and Mubarak day of Jumu'ah and for that matter throughout the, throughout the week and throughout the month and year and throughout our life try to make a habit of reading a lot of Durood Sharif with the Barakat the benefits of it are unlimited look at the uh, what the ulama have mentioned that a person who reads makes a habit of reading 300 Durood Sharif daily and 300 Durood Sharif don't have to be long Durood Sharif we can read very, very short and concise durood sharif. For example, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is a short durood sharif. Sallallahu Ala Nabi Al-Ummi is a short durood sharif. A person can read, Bismillahi wa salamu ala Rasulillah. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadi wa ala Ali Muhammadi wa barik wa sallim. These are all short, short forms of durood sharif. But a person makes the habit of reading this a person will see lots of doors of goodness opening. We are living in times where there is so much of, of issues and problems and complexities of life. Lots of, lots of people are finding themselves in, in a situations where they're battling to, to handle the situations. They're grappling with the problems of life. 
and people are wondering and thinking, what, what is the way out? What is the solution? How do we come out of all this, what we are experiencing? One is, we try to use our thinking capacity. We try to use our mental prowess. We try to use our intellectual power. We try to use strategies to overcome these problems. And there is nothing wrong with that. Allah SWT has given us aqal. La aqla kattadbir. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa There is no intelligence like planning and strategizing. A person plans, a person strategizes, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helps him out of many difficulties through that. But, what do we see here? That there is something beyond all this planning and strategizing of insan. And that is the connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The connection with Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Many a people's problems were simply solved by Duru Sharif. They had no strategy in their head. They couldn't find a plan to sort any problem out. But they, they relied on Durood Sharif and the power of Durood Sharif and Allah SWT opened up many doors. Especially, for example, the Durood Tunjina. We know that how powerful is Durood Tunjina. We know how many people were saved through the barakat of Durood Tunjina. How many a people were in a dire situation, life and death, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rescued them through the barakat of Durud at Tunjina. People's marriages were collapsing and they, they could not see no way forward how to come out of it. What can be done? It looked like it was flogging a dead horse, like they say. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened up the doors through Durud at Tunjina. People's businesses were failing and collapsing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened up the doors, doors through Durud at Tunjina. People's health was going. Allah SWT opened up doors through Durud at Tunjina. So, these are some master keys that have been given to us. The ball is in our court, technically speaking, that we have to hold fast unto these master keys and open the locks. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will solve many, many difficulties and problems through the power of the Durud Sharif, especially Durud at Tunjina, etc., we should make a, 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 a very strong intention tonight, insha'Allah, that from now till our death, we will read excessive Durood Sharif on a daily basis, as much as possible. Look at Ubay bin Ka'b radiallahu ta'ala anhu. What an eminent sahabi of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ubay bin Ka'b radiallahu ta'ala anhu. What a great sahabi he was. And he, 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 he mentioned to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that uh, I would like to dedicate some time of my life, a quarter of my time to reciting durood upon you. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said it is very good, but if you increase it, it is even better. So he said, oh Nabi of Allah, in that case I'll read half my time I would spend in reading durood Sharif. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told him, oh obey, that is good. But if you increase, it will be even better for you. He said, if that is the case, all my time I will spend in reading Durood upon you. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told him, If that is the case, oh, obey, then Allah will sort all your problems out. 
Allah will remove all your difficulties and your, your issues and things will just go, you know, everything keeps going right in your life after that. Right. That may be in some cases a car is going, going right for a while. It's car is a car, it's going to, it will become scrap one day. But Durood Sharif is such a thing that there you can say everything keeps going right. And that will keep going right till, right till the end, insha'Allah ta'ala. So therefore, let us get into this practice and habit. Allah Rabbul Izzat grant us all abundance of tawfiq. That these are those things that we have to hold tight to. All these virtues and fazail and all that have been mentioned with regards to Durood Sharif. And the countless number of stories and incidents of how people were in such a situation that there seemed to be no way of coming out of it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed the miracle of Durood Sharif and they came out of it. But uh, we should not leave it till then. Don't leave it right till the time when a problem erupts and a, and a, and a, you know, a crisis hits a person and a catastrophe strikes him down. Now he says, hey, what must I do, man? What Tell me what to do, man. Tell me what to read, man. A lot of people wait till the ca- calamity befalls them. Then they say, Mawlana, tell me, Mufti Sahib, tell me what to read, what to read. No doubt. Then too we must uh, try and we must read and do whatever. But if we were in this from before, Allahu Akbar, you know exactly what to be doing. And whatever you read in the past is all banked away. And all that reserves comes to help you. Because you've got a big reserve, you've got a big stock behind you to help you through. And subhanallah, you can just sail through the problem. And before you know the problem is over and everything is back to normal. And of course, life is like this. That wave after wave of difficulties and problems and challenges will come. No person can pass their life in this world. That, you know, it will be a problem-free life. Forget it. You're living in a dream world. You're living in an imaginary world. If you think that, you know what, there won't be problems, everything will go smooth and well, and life will go like a Sunday picnic, there's no such a thing. There will be continuously challenges coming upon a person, sometimes in the form of sickness, sometimes in the form (coughs) of some calamity, Sometimes in the form of some loss, sometimes in the form of grief, sometimes in the form of anxiety, sometimes in the form of fear. All these things will come and go, come and go, come and go. But the person who is holding tight to the rope of amal, especially these kind of amal, zikrullah, durood sharif, etc., you are holding to a very strong rope, you are holding to a, to a very strong support. And that will help you through all these difficulties. You'll, the difficulties will come, but it won't knock you off your feet. You'll still be moving. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, فَقَدْ إِسْتَمْسَكَ بِالْعُرْوَةِ الْوُثْقَى فَقَدْ إِسْتَمْسَكَ بِالْعُرْوَةِ الْوُثْقَى وَاعْتَصِمُوا بِحَبْلِ اللَّهِ They're holding on to the rope of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the one who holds on to the rope of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even when the... Riptides come. He's holding on to the rope. Even the riptide can't take him away because he's holding tight to that rope. So he's, he's secure. So therefore we have to hold on to the rope of amal-e-saliha. This is what you call the rope of hope. The rope of hope. 
this rope of hope of amal saliha zikrullah especially durood and salam we will find that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove many difficulties and problems allah probably said grant us tawfiq we will read inshallah 40 durood and salam